I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome to News Du Jour. You may be wondering, why am I, Annie Bowles, here hosting this podcast? I usually start by telling people I'm a political baby. You see, my parents met working on Capitol Hill. By the time I was two, I had been in my first political commercial and even got lost crawling around the West Wing. Don't worry, Al Gore found me. My family then moved abroad when I was nine, and I attended an international school in Brussels with kids from all over the world, and it is this type of global perspective that I also bring to our show. I graduated from American University in D.C. after studying political science and art history, as well as interning on both sides of Capitol Hill. I even interned down the hall from where my parents met. I'm now pursuing a professional certificate in journalism at NYU in conjunction with Rolling Stone magazine. I guess I was always that friend in the group who cared deeply about not just what was going on politically, but also globally. I often kept my own friends informed through high school and into young adulthood. So I guess I've always done a version of this show. I'm genuinely passionate about following the news, and I'm here to break it down for you guys every weekday. We always strive to be a calmer space to get your news, or as one listener put it, like getting your news from a well-informed bestie. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, guys, so later on in this episode, just as a heads up, I have a pretty exciting announcement for you guys. It just kind of happened because It's a project I've been working on for almost a year, maybe like nine months or so, but it just became relevant to what we were talking about, and I figured now is as good a time as any to let you guys know about it, so stay tuned for that later on in the episode. So today, I have two mini stories for you guys, and then two longer ones. Let's jump in. So I want to let you guys know that Biden has canceled more student debt. Now, this is something that is being challenged like every step of the way. So I don't know if it's something that's going to stick, but it was about $1.2 billion in debt that he has canceled now. So just wanted to let you guys know. And then for our second mini story... A private company in the U.S. called Intuitive Machines has landed on the moon for the first time yesterday about 524 p.m. Central Time. There had been a glitch in their laser instruments, but the unmanned spacecraft ended up landing safely and sort of like reconnecting anyway. So this craft made history as the first privately built machine to successfully touch down on the lunar surface. Congratulations. I'm hoping we're going to learn something new. 
So like I said, we have two longer stories for today, but one of them is extra long. Let's jump into Alabama considering embryos children. So by now, news may have reached you that Alabama courts have declared that embryos are in fact in their state considered children, which is mind boggling because we have a whole different word to describe them because they're kind of two different things. But legally, in the state of Alabama, that's not the case anymore. And the ruling has actually caused the University of Alabama to pause all IVF procedures in order to better understand these new guidelines. Seeing as now one wrong move or medical mistake, and they could be charged with murdering a child... Legit, you guys. Legit. A representative from the facility said of the new law, quote, We are saddened that this will impact our patient's attempt to have a baby through IVF, but we must evaluate the potential that our patients and our physicians could be prosecuted criminally or face punitive damages for following the standard of IVF care for treatments, end quote. Y'all, I never thought I'd see the day. Not going to lie. So how exactly did this law come about, you may be wondering? Well, there were actually three couples who sued for wrongful death after their embryos were destroyed by another patient who somehow got access to them. According to NPR, a lower court in Alabama ruled against the wrongful death suit because it determined that embryos are not people. But the Supreme Court of Alabama felt differently. They ruled that embryos are, in fact, what they called extrauterine children, which, you know, doesn't make a ton of sense to me because... My child is not in my uterus anymore, so wouldn't he be an extra uterine child? But I digress. Very little about this decision makes sense to me. Like, for example, isn't it standard procedure to freeze embryos for later use? Well, we're not typically, you know, freezing our children and then unfreezing them for use later on. Oh, yeah, you can't do that to a child or a person. Embryos are not the same as people. There's something different. None of this makes any sense to me, but it seems to make sense to Nikki Haley. Nikki said, quote, embryos to me are babies, end quote. She did note that her son was conceived through artificial insemination, but when she was pressed about how this might prevent other families like hers from creating the babies they want so desperately, she seemed to back down saying that those were quote unquote incredibly personal conversations that should happen between patients and doctors. When in reality, this is something that the courts are deciding, not patients and doctors. But you know what? Now is as good a time as any, to let you guys in on a little secret that I've been keeping. We are actually finishing up on a short series on the subject of infertility. It will premiere on May 1st. This project has been in the works for almost a year now and will underscore the lengths to which families are willing to go to conceive to bring a child earthside. 
Being called to bring a child into this world is something innate and intrinsic, and it breaks my heart that families in Alabama will face yet another hurdle in their infertility journeys. Please be on the lookout for our upcoming series entitled Earthside, Sugar Free Media's very first project to come to YouTube, as well as this feed, of course. May 1st, 2024. For our next story today, the IRS plans to crack down on private jet use. So the IRS has begun cracking down on corporate private jet use. That is really personal travel. You see, the ultra wealthy are obviously masters at blurring the lines between corporate time and playtime. Just think about golfing, for example. But the IRS has developed new tools using data analytics that can basically help auditors determine what private jet use was legitimately for business and what might have been more of a personal nature. The Biden administration in general is focusing on cracking down on wealthy Americans who find loopholes in our tax systems and exploit them. The Biden administration estimates that about, quote, $700 billion per year of tax revenue that is owed to the federal government goes uncollected, end quote, according to The New York Times. What's more, cracking down on private jet use is obviously a win for the environment. According to the Institute for Policy Studies, quote, estimates show that a passenger flying privately is responsible for approximately 45 times as many emissions as a traveler flying commercially on the same route and 1,100 times the emissions of a person on a train, end quote. And speaking of the environment, just while we're on the subject, I saw a really interesting story that I wanted to kind of tack on here at the end for you guys that's related to climate. But basically, animal sanctuaries are also moving all over the country to try and avoid the worsening effects of climate change. They've been forced to move due to extreme rainfall, droughts, and hurricanes directly caused by the Earth's warming atmosphere. Obviously, animal sanctuaries need large outdoor areas for the animals to roam around. So this is just one of the many, many things that is facing difficulties as the earth continues to warm. The pastures in upstate New York, for example, this is just one example, were no longer working as a sheep sanctuary because the animals were contracting a bacterial disease due to all the wetness in the constant rain. The animals actually needed a dry place to recover, but without a dry place to be found, it became impossible for them to stay there. So they had to move. But this is just one example. There's a whole New York Times article that just came out yesterday that chronicles various animal sanctuaries in their pursuit of the right space because the climate is shifting so drastically. And that for today is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, the day I understood everything was the day I stopped trying to figure everything out. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on that platform or a shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us to be able to keep creating the news du jour and reach more people who need a calmer space to consume the news. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. And that is also linked in our show notes. You can follow us on social media at newsdujour.podcast on both Instagram and TikTok. You can follow my personal account at It's Annie Bowles on both platforms as well. Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup. He has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from...